My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Happy Monday, bloggers. We are talking about step two in stage two as we are continuing our series through the seven stages of blogging and digging into each one. And um, last time we talked about the first stage, which was setting up your top of clusters and doing some keyword um, research. And in the second stage, we're going to talk about email marketing. Now, if you are starting a second or a third blog and you're using these steps to do that, you already have a blog in place, then you might already have an email marketing system in place. And that's fantastic. You're going to want to use the same one that you're using now. But this would be the time to set up at least one lead magnet. Let's just get you started with one lead magnet. Now, if this is your first time setting up a blog, you're going to need to pick an email marketing system, get it all configured, and then create one lead magnet for your blog. And that means crafting the lead, or let's let's start at the very beginning, deciding what your lead magnet should be, crafting that lead magnet, creating an email that delivers that lead magnet, creating a workflow that manages that for you, creating the pop-up that allows you to collect email addresses in exchange for that uh, piece of information, that lead magnet. So all of that is step two in stage two. Necessary whether, again, whether you're starting a second, third, or fourth blog, or you're just doing a first blog. Um, But let's talk about actually the process of picking an email marketing system, I think a lot of people default to two things. Either number one, they want to pick the cheapest option out there, and that is completely understandable. Or number two, they default to MailChimp because it tends to have uh, the highest market share out there. And that is where I started. And I really wanted to enjoy and like and use MailChimp because my blog's in Atlanta blog, MailChimp's in Atlanta company. Uh, but it's just um, uh, quickly, it's some, It's a product that quickly outgrew. And I would encourage you to think about the future, look where you want to go before you pick the tool based on price or based on market share. And uh, I'm going to share some of the uh, the things to look for and and why I picked the tool that I have right now. So when you are evaluating whether the tool you have or the tool you're considering is the right one for email, I want you to make sure that it's got a really robust automation um, engine that you can create very targeted campaigns because that is going to be the key to craft or to... um, to growing your list quickly. I know a lot of people start with a low price uh, or you know free tool because they are not yet making money from their email list. But if it doesn't have the the resources, the the technology that you um, need in order to grow your list quickly, then you're going to be on the free tool for a long time because you're not going to have enough people to begin to make money from your email list. So that's why I would encourage you to consider um, making sure that you've got a really robust um, automation engine in your email tool. You want to make sure that you can segment your audience easily. 
You want to be able to do A-B testing. And I know you might be thinking, well, I, you know, I'm not ready for A-B testing yet. Listen, friend, I think you should start with A-B testing. You are not going to know your audience when you begin. And that is the perfect time to be doing A-B testing. Not later down the road. Do it now. It's only going to increase the, uh, or I should say decrease the time that it takes in order for you to really begin to make money from your email list. You want your A-B testing um, to be able to test the subject line. I think that's one of the most important ones that you'll probably continue to do for the life of your email list. I still do it now. You'll want to test the content sometimes if you're unsure, especially at the beginning, about which format works best uh, for click-through rates. And then you also want to test the time that you can, you know, that you're delivering your email and making, you know, especially if you don't know, do I do it on Tuesdays? Do I do it on Thursdays? Do I do it in the morning? Do I do it in the evening? All those things, I mean, there's certainly stats out there that'll tell you in general, this is best. But every audience is different. Every niche is different. Every um, every time that you uh, decide when you know when you decide when you're going to send your email, you want to know that you're doing it not because some big huge study told you what was best, but what you've determined that to be best for your audience. Uh, also. Where we're going, you're, you'll notice in the seven stages that um, we're. I'm going to encourage you to create a product and eventually a couple of products, and uh, you're going to need to sell those. So you want to make sure that your tool integrates with an e-commerce tool, and it you you might not want to start there, but um, if it does integrate with an e-commerce tool, then that's a really good thing, especially for the longevity of um, your use with the tool. Uh, I think it is a really important thing that your tool um, offers behavior tracking. Now, that is very unique. There's only a couple of tools out there that do that. The tool that I prefer um, absolutely does. But I think it's so important for a blogger to understand behavior tracking. You need to know when your um, readers are interacting with your website. And with behavior tracking, you can understand the journey that they take on your website, the, the things that they are looking at, uh, and you can respond with emails accordingly. And we'll talk about that a little bit in just a second. Lead sourcing. I don't, um, I don't use lead sourcing. I know there's a couple tools out there that offer that, or I should say scoring. So you can say, you know, if they have opened multiple emails in a row, you give them, you know, two points. If they've been on your website, you give them five points. And then you're doing something with people who have the most number of points. That's not something that I have set up. But if that sounds like it's up your alley, then you'll want to be looking for that. I think probably one of the most important things is checking deliverability of that system, making sure that they have um, rules in place on uh, on their side to ensure that your emails are being delivered uh not to the spam folder, not to a promotions folder, especially um, if you're uh, sending, you know, a weekly email. You don't you you don't want to end up um, in the trash can. 
You want to make sure that your system offers a series of amazing reports. I know there are some tool, almost every tool out there that's going to tell you tell you what the open rate and the click-through rate are, but there's so many other things that you need to consider. And then you want them to have a really good support system. So with all those things in mind, um, I think I've told you a hundred times here, my favorite tool is Drip. Um, I've been um, with that tool for a very long time. I have run that tool ragged. I mean, we use it for our weekly newsletters. We use it for all of our um, uh, behavior tracking emails, which you might have heard me call remarketing or browse abandonment. Um, but we also use it with um, our clients in all of our other businesses. We integrate with it on the back end. So uh, my husband is a developer and he's works with the API. We um, So it's very clean. It's very easy to use. It's built well. Um, we know that. And we worked with a lot of other tools. I'm not going to name any names, but we've worked with the back end of those. And those are just kludge together in the back end. Um, so it makes support difficult. And I love Drip support, so I can um, chat with them. I can email them for sure, but I can chat with them online. And I usually get a really, really quick response. Um, and they're very thorough and they send you videos of, you know, what you did wrong if if your workflow is not working the way you expected it to. Uh, so just really, you know, just a really great company all in all. And that's something that I'm always looking for, not just a good tech, but a really good partner. And Drip has been that for us for many, many years. But let's talk about the functionality that I like with Drip. Um, they have a visual workflow builder, um, which puts all the others um, to the test because it is fantastic. It's it's easy to use. You can move things around. It's color-coded. Um, I, I really, really like it. They also have that detailed behavior tracking that I was talking about. So they um, allow you to see how your subscribers are interacting with your website. And for those of you who are like, well, cookies are going away. Here's the cool thing. Because you have people's email addresses, I mean, you're, you're not seeing behavior from anybody unless you have their email address. Um, that So that's considered a first-party cookie. Those are not going away. So we will continue to be able to offer things like browse abandonment, um, even as other companies are not able to do that. They have advanced segmentation, which I love. They do A-B testing and they make it so easy to do. I mean, it's right there in the workflow. A lot of times companies will say, oh yeah, we do, we offer A-B testing, but you have to build it into the workflow. And that's really annoying with, with um, newsletters because you don't want to build a workflow for a newsletter. You just want to build a newsletter and say, go. And oh, by the way, I have some A-B testing to do. So um, that is very, very easy to do with your newsletter in Drip. And you can do it by subject, by content, or by deliverability. Uh, they also offer multi-channel integration. So um, for example, you can integrate it with Facebook. And now it doesn't mean you're posting your newsletter to Facebook, but if you want to run Facebook ads, then you can put them, uh, your subscribers based on their behavior, put them in a custom audience or take them out of a custom audience. And I know at the very beginning, some of you were thinking Facebook ads, Leslie, have you lost your mind? But once you have product, once you've optimized the email uh, sales flow for that product, 
you want to run Facebook ads on it because I've said this over and over again. It's a printing press, people. If it costs you $7, let's say it's cost you $7 to find a lead that's going to buy, but your product's $14, then you just made $7 in the clear. And that's just uh, uh, an example. But, you know, as you grow your blog and as you release your independence from ads, um, you're going to want to find a way to increase the sales with your product. Facebook ads are a really good way, and Instagram ads, or I should say meta ads, are a really good way to do that. And when it when the, your email system integrates with um, with that, it's so helpful because you'll know when people are coming to look at your information uh, on your site. Let's say your sales page, you'll um, you can respond to them after that. You know if they've already purchased, so you don't put an ad in front of them because you don't want to waste that money or or annoy them. There's so many things to consider. Um, so I really like that. They have amazing comprehensive reporting, so much more than just um, click-through rate and open rate. They also have the ability to offer multiple, uh, what I'll call pop-ups, although they don't have to be a pop-up, um, forms for people to enter their information into, and they've got, you know, bars across the top. They've got gamification. They've got uh, multi-step um, forms, which are fantastic for getting additional information from your audience without annoying them. Um, it's they, They've purchased a product called OnSite and integrated with that, and it's just got amazing pop-up options with all sorts of flexibility um, on the back end. What page do you want it to show up on? When do you want it to show up? Do you want it to show up to newsletters or not to, you know, people on your newsletter list? I mean, just all sorts of things. It'll blow your mind. Um, and while, you know, tools like, um, let's say MailChimp, only I only let you have one of those. And so if you want more, you have to purchase uh, something like Optin Monster, and by then you're managing two tools. You're still not getting the behavior tracking on those tools, and um, you're just, you're paying the same price. You know that Drip ends up being in the end. So Drip does not have a free plan, but you can have up to 2,500 subscribers for only $39 a month, and you're getting all of those features that we talked about. That's going to help you grow your prod, uh, grow your list even faster, make more money from your list even faster. So um, I am an agency partner with Drip just because uh, I think I told you this before, but my husband and I own an email integration uh, business for um, travel, I'm sorry, tour operators. So like if you took a food tour somewhere or a kayak tour or a dolphin tour or something like that. Um, so um, my, the link I'm going to share with you in the show notes is an affiliate link, but you don't have to use it. Like I, I would rather you not, if, you know, if you're feeling weird about this, don't use my affiliate code, just go buy it on your own, getdrip.com. Um, but if you want to use our affiliate code, what that does is it gives you 30 days free instead of 14 days free. And what I like about that is you it's basically um, free. You're, you're not paying for the month um, that it's going to take you to set it up and get that first lead magnet going. Uh, so that link is in the show notes. Um, and if for some for some reason, if you use that link and you see that they're about to charge you, they'll send you an email, then um, just reach out to me and we'll get it cleared up. But um, we haven't had any problems uh, in uh, so far. So again, 
Drip's not the only one that does this. There are some other places that uh, tools that do this. I think I'm going to spell. I'm going to say it wrong. Clavio, Clavio, however you pronounce it. They have some great. Um, they have a great tool that does a lot of these things. And um, there's another one out of Australia. Starts with an O. I'm losing my mind right now because I can't remember the name. But the thing is, both of those tools are significantly more expensive. Uh, Entreport, that's the other one, um, then Drip. And that's another reason why I like them because they're offering all this functionality and it's really affordable. And once you get, you know, once you have five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand 10,000 subscribers on your list, I mean, it's really the same price as all the other tools. And you just get there quicker when you've got these tools from the get-go. Okay, I know this sounds like a sales pitch, but I am totally and madly in love with Drip. And I hope that you will check it out, whether you are beginning your email journey or if you're considering changing tools because you've been using one for a long time that maybe doesn't allow you to do some of the things we've been talking about on the podcast. And there's that. That's the second uh, step for stage two. And I will talk to you on Wednesday about the third step. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.